Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining today as we bring you episode 310 of Optimal Living Advice. I'm Greg Audino, and I am here with you each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to answer your questions about life, the parts of it that you might be struggling with, and offer my best support. We're sticking to it today as we check out a question from one of your fellow listeners, a woman who is wondering if her self growth journey is separating her from her longtime friends. Let's jump right in and see what we can do as we optimize your life. I have two very close friends, and the three of us have always taken pride in being a best friend trio, if you will. We're thick as thieves, we have great banter, and have always had each other's backs through some really hard times. I love these women. But I'm starting to feel some distance from them. It's really that I've distanced myself, but in a good way, I think. I've worked hard to improve my mental health this past year, and my life looks a lot different than it did a year ago. My friends, on the other hand, have not made changes in their lives for some time. I'm starting to think that their stagnation is limiting their potential, and I don't know if they're going to grow or change anymore. I, on the other hand, have the opposite intentions. I want to keep expanding on myself, and I'm wondering if they will slow me down at worst, or at best, we'll have nothing in common. Alrighty. Thank you for submitting this question asker, and congratulations on what sounds as though it was a terrific year for you. Love hearing about you guys making healthy changes for yourselves and improving upon your mental health. That's wonderful. That's what we're here to do. And, you know, it can feel so great to be hyped on self-growth. <laughs> we, you know, we set goals, we break through them, we establish better habits, we better our relationships with ourselves and others. We're able to hone in and remind ourselves of the question that's really driving every single one of us, you know, that question of how can I make my life as enjoyable as possible? Everything that anybody does is ultimately an effort to come closer to this, even if it doesn't seem that way, or even if we've lost sight of that motivation. And with all the frenzy and the excitement, a new addiction can be formed, which is something we don't usually think about. We're actively pursuing what we believe all of our lives are really all about. We're driven and making progress towards the only thing that we think matters. And we're so close or feeling so close to the source of what we're here to do. We're not hiding behind material possessions necessarily or anything else that we perceive to be an artificial form of meaning. You know, we're honed in on real meaning and that, that's everything. But this addiction to self-improvement just like any other addiction, comes with its vices. And two of these common traps that we can fall into uh, are, are traps that I fear you might be flirting with, at least. Uh, so they would be, number one, forgetting that life exists outside of our self-growth journeys. You know, forgetting that we can, should, and will have involvement with things that don't give us as great a high as our finely tuned morning routines or our meditation practices, we forget that these things can still be valuable and serve a purpose. In other words, we forget that we're more than our self-growth. And then two, we forget that not everyone else shares this priority with us. You know, For some people, making decisions towards a better life is not always a conscious process, nor is it a process that delivers particularly good results. Some people don't have to or choose not to work as hard for it, and when we're so proud of our own accomplishments, we might look down on these people 
as peasants who clearly don't have their priorities intact. So ask her, I'm here to beg you to not go down that road. It's a very obnoxious road. (laughs) Don't arrive at this beautiful place you found yourself in only to demand more and watch it start to backfire. Stop now before you rid yourself of two friendships that have served you very, very well and likely played a much bigger part in all of your progress thus far than you think. Now, what you're talking about right now is is totally anticipatory. You're assuming that you're going to continue this ascension and that your friends will only get in the way. You're judging them for maybe not needing to make the same type of progress as you do, or at least going about it very differently. And for you to have put forth all of this effort, I can only assume that you were previously in one of those really hard times that you said you three have always seen each other through. That means that they've seen you through this one, and that you have no real reason to think that they won't stick by you as you continue to grow. Don't remove yourself from these friendships just because these women have different lifestyles than you. If they start to shame you uh, for your choices, or you know, if they have no interest in getting to know this new version of you, that's different. Then you can reach back out to me, because that would call for a new discussion altogether. But you've made no mention of any way in which these women have turned their backs on you. All they've done is made different choices, as far as I can see it. And that doesn't mean that they aren't still your biggest fans. So, here's what I would recommend. And it comes with a fun fact about self-improvement that people always seem to forget. Instead of focusing on how to leave these women behind, focus on how to bring them with you. Not by forcing them into lifestyles they don't choose, but by considering how valuable they are to this version of you that has shed her old cocoon. You see, there can be a difference between uh, our troubles as we've lived them and our troubles as we've identified them. You may have gotten over the hurdles that appeared to be front and center, but what about the ones that have been suppressed for a long time and have sort of become like clockwork? I'll share a little bit about me to help illustrate this idea. So I recently made a big move across the country, and I feel very, very settled now. Part of that uh, was overcoming a lot of attachment trauma within the family I was born into and just becoming okay with living away from them if I felt it was best for me and understanding that this doesn't really affect my ability to love them and have good relationships with them. So that feeling was front and center for a long time. Um, It really permeated my life, and I feel a huge weight has been lifted now that that's gone. Those were the troubles that I identified, okay? And I'm really proud of myself for overcoming them. But there are still nagging anxieties that I've had for years, things that impact me very subtly each day, and I've normalized these things, but not totally overcome them. So those are different. Those are the troubles I have lived. So I'm asking you, what are the troubles that you've lived? What are the troubles that are still lurking in the shadows of your big wins this past year? I'm betting that one of them might have to do with this reaction you're having to friends that aren't on the same page as you. Are you, uh, are you perhaps insecure enough in your individuality that you worry you'll fall right into the behavior of anyone around you who's living differently? Do you, do you worry that a lack of praise or reinforcement will make none of this feel worth it? Do you feel unable to connect with people who don't have the same routines as you? Ask yourself questions like these instead. 
My guess is that they will help you grow in new and better ways atop the amazing leaps that you've already made. Plus, you'll probably keep some really good friends along for the ride. And thank you so very much once again, Asker. I hope you took something from my response today. And uh, of course, I hope the same for everyone out there who is listening. You know, I've spoken a few times over the years about these risks of the personal development journey. They're very real. Uh, We are more susceptible to them if we're all here together in the OLD network and undoubtedly trying to make progress of our own. So it's nice to be aware of them and manage them so that they don't prevent us from becoming the best versions of ourselves that we can be. And um, I just want to reiterate, Asker, I'm really proud of all the work you've done already. I'm absolutely not asking you to stop, you know, in your journey, but rather, again, rethink the role that your friends might play in it. And with that, I encourage anyone who has a question of their own to please send it in. I love hearing from you guys, so do reach out to me via email if something is on your mind. You can email me at advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com, and you will most definitely hear back, so do not be shy. It's time to wrap up, though, friends. Have an amazing rest of your day, and I will talk to you on Wednesday, where your optimal life awaits.